0: Well, sale yard sheep prices have also held firm, um, although not rebounding with the same strength as cattle, but we're sitting on par pretty much with 2019 levels. This story has been and continues to be dominated by the low national flock number. You would really think this will be the continuing feature and platform for price going forward in sheep meat and with seasons being anything near right things are looking particularly profitable for sheep producers but Madeline while prices are strong there are still some risks on the horizon if you don't mind stepping through your take of the industry just now. Yeah absolutely
1: thanks Mark. Yeah and like mentioned that the story in sheep is a bit of a similar story to that with cattle in that it's all about coming out of the drought and producers looking to restock and rebuild the national flock as grass continues to take hold after some rain. Recent figures from the Australian Bureau of Statistics have showed that the national flock level is now the lowest in over a century, and the NLA says as a result they're expecting sheep slaughter levels to plummet really by 30%, and lamb slaughter to decline by about 5%. So that's really going to constrict supply for the consumer and also numbers of sheep on the ground. As Mike mentioned, prices really have held quite firm over the COVID-19 period, and while MLA wasn't reporting its full farrow yard set of statistics. They were producing some statistics which showed some solid activity in the market, particularly in restocker levels and restocker demand. So, and processor lambs, they haven't quite recovered in the same with the same strength as restockers, but they're still doing strongly. The National Trade Lamb Indicator resumed a few weeks ago and now we're sitting about at 800 cents a kilogram, which is strong and it's not near a high 900 cents that we had um, a short time ago, but historically speaking, 870-odd cents is doing it is a really, really strong price. The similar story to that is that yardings and slaughter rates have also dropped significantly. Lamb yardings are currently sitting about 52% below the previous three-year average and sheep yardings are down 58%. Sheep yardings were down most in Victoria and New South Wales, while lamb yardings hardly sell at all in Victoria and Tasmania. Similarly, the sort of rates have also dropped in line that. And what that means looking forward is that while the producers are retaining sheep on farm to either fatten up or to retain for f- future breeding, and while that should maintain some level of supply going forward, it does introduce a bit of a risk as the, the flock gets a bit older quicker as sheep aren't sold through. Similarly, with uh, the cattle market, the Australian land prices also face a bit of competition from international markets which have fallen off during the COVID-19 pandemic while Australian prices haven't. Primarily that's competition with New Zealand where their flock is heavily focused on sheep meat breeds. And while Australia and New Zealand really do dominate the sheep meat export market, there is still some concern that places like China will start to go elsewhere because Australian lamb and sheep prices are too high. I wouldn't expect a huge amount of impact from that, but it is something to keep an eye on as other nations try and build their, build their flocks and make a footprint in the international market. Thanks very much, Maddie. One um, of the greatest concerns for sheep exports at the moment has been around trade to China. It's obviously attracted a fair bit of media attention, but... It seems that it's actually a trade to the Middle East and the US, which has taken the greatest downturn over the period of COVID. Are you able to comment a bit more on that? Yeah, that's right. I know a lot of producers and a lot of exporters were concerned that the Chinese government would follow a similar line that they did with beef and start implementing some non-tariff measures to restrict exports. Um, However, to date, the latest data that's up to April, actually land imports to to China have increased by about 6%, so they're actually performing very strongly. And I would say that with China, it doesn't tend to be that they ever input trade restrictions unless they have a very strong line of supply from another nation. Now, as I said, with New Zealand and Australia uh, really dominating world trade in sheep meat, it's unlikely that China's going to be able to cut ties with Australian land entirely. But yes, it is the Middle East and the US that are feeling the greatest downturn in exports. And really, and actually, to date, Australian exports have fallen about 18% during the COVID time. So they have had some significant results. So that's primarily due to lockdowns in the US, which have meant changing consumer demand, primarily around restaurants. And then in the Middle East, it's got a lot to do with the oil price, which is highly correlated with consumer demand and consumer spending. So there was to watch in the future.